Pops in the Rican. Pops and the Rican. and the Pops the Pops and the Rican. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, it's uh, yeah, this is the Pops and the Rican show, and uh, and evidently, uh, I'm Pops and I'm the Rican, and and that makes this the the Pops and the Rican show. Got it, here. I'm the end. So, uh, hey, we are uh, we are joined uh, for today's show with with a special guest who uh, I guess he canceled his uh, his event at some barber shop because uh, yeah, 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 his, his Facebook page said, hey, I'm going to be doing a show at a, in a barber shop. I don't know which barber shop it was. But this, uh, this was too this, important. Come to on, us. man. When you get the call from the Pops and Rican show, you're like, wait a minute, that's a show that I've been hearing about for the last 20 seconds. Uh, of course I'm going to be there. I can't miss that. Right, Barber exactly. Oh, man. And uh, so uh, let me introduce uh, our, our special guest, the uh, the starting guard. The patients are picking them up, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Paul Conyers uh, from uh, out uh, in the uh, San Francisco area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, welcome, welcome to the Pops and the Rican Show. Hey, thank you for thanks. having me. Thanks for showing up. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, Paul, uh, in 30 seconds or less, uh, tell us everything <laughs> about you and uh, include your uh, social security number, okay. uh, home address. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Really? How'd, you, how'd you get started in comedy? Yeah, uh, you know, I got I got started actually. Uh, I mean, I, I think I think any comic can like trace their starting comedy back to that moment where you see a comedian and you're like, oh my god, that's a job. Right. I can do that. Right. Uh, and uh, honestly, it, he's not like even one of my top hundred comedians. But I remember watching a Gallagher special with my dad, <laughs> and I don't care much. I mean, the watermelon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, I love, he was talking about wordplay, you know, just uh, why do they call them buildings? If mm -hmm. they're not building them anymore, I call them built. And I was like, oh my gosh, that you could do that with words. Yeah. And then, um, so that kind of was like, oh wow, a comic, that's a, that's a job. And then uh, when I was 13, my parents were out uh, shopping and uh, I caught a, a George Carlin special on nice. HBO, You Were All Diseased, and it changed my life. Okay. Uh, that's when I realized, like, not only that I knew comedy was a job, I was 13, yeah. but that's when I was like, oh, that's, that's what comedy can be. You mm. can be that good and that off the beaten path. And, and, uh, and you know, so, because, uh, I mean, Gallagher's it's pretty safe. He's playing with words. But, right. I mean, George Carlin was talking about just, White people and just a, just everything that I thought you can't talk about that, but mm. you know he did tackle a lot of oh different yeah topics he did I I mean yeah a lot of people like my mom was a huge fan of his early on in the seventies and stuff and he's like he got too perverse and but if you really look at his track he was always a subversive it's just the more the older he got the more he got comfortable with just really being who he really was which was this total contrarian 
you know, anti-establishment guy. Right. And uh, I think, I mean, it's shown through beautifully for the last 10, 12 years of his life. So you have a did, big, did you come from a big family or is that? Yeah, big-ish. I got three siblings. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, and uh, a big, like, extended family, a lot of uh, a lot of cousins and aunts and uncles. Thanksgiving and Christmas yeah. were always a shit show. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and and w- what what time are we supposed to be there for Thanksgiving this dinner? Oh, you know, we're, you know, we're not one of those, like, 2 p.m. families. I, we don't, we don't do, I mean, I think we try, but we're all, you know, we're all very tardy, and we let my sister do everything, so we usually eat around, like, 6, but, you know, we just keep the, whatever football game is on, we just keep it on, so well, we'll, it's we'll, pretty low-key. So we should plan on being there at least by 6, is right. what you're saying? I would come at, at 5.59, and I'll, I'll be sure not to announce it. Uh, right, exactly. Just two, just two exactly. strangers with, with audio and video equipment. <laughs> Be like, like, they'll be joining us, mom. So grab, grab a plate. Who's this old guy <laughs> walking in? Who's this guy, the re- this Puerto Rican, just yeah. all up in front. Don't worry, anybody. It's okay. We, we've Time got out. A pretty strict no Puerto Ricans at the dinner table rule. But uh, uh, I'll so see if we can if we can flex one time. We'll squeeze him in. Yeah. So that's, that's all good, man. So Paul. Uh, I know in in part of your introduction they uh, they mentioned that you, uh, you you did you win World Series of Comedy? Uh, no, no, I did not. But, uh, but didn't come close. But uh, but I had a really really good outing. The main event last year was actually in Indiana. Hmm. Uh, forget the town. Really, like there's nothing. There's a there's yeah. A, the last one was Bel- at the Belterra Casino. Yep, yep. It was at um. Oh, it's down. It's been F. I think. It's not uh, rough. Yeah, no, it's no, not. no. It, it's down near uh, near Louisville area. Yeah, I think kind of. And I can't remember uh, the little town it, it that was. It was near Louisville. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was at the Belterra Casino. Anyway, I had a really, really strong outing, um, and I in in the round to get to the semifinals, where the top eight out of the hundred and one get to. Yeah. I was just outside of that. Um, the guy that ended up getting through for my round won the whole thing and I lost to him by half a point which they said was like the closest vote in history which just makes you feel great right I was like come on man right. splitting hairs between his dick joke and my right. dick joke and, uh, so uh, but no it was honestly a great experience and it's the reason that I'm here uh, featuring this weekend so oh wow uh, that's what's up okay there and you wonder if the world series of comedy is worth your time perfect because we it. do we have we actually are hosting a, a show at uh christie's off broadway theater mm-hmm. um in in april april okay and we're, so we're ho- yeah. we're hosting one of their uh one night yep. events oh, yeah, yep. yeah 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 so that's kind of, kind yep. of a, yeah yeah very yeah. cool very doing cool. a one night event that feeds into uh wiley's comedy club over in oh, in dayton Ohio. Yes, is right, right. is one of the regional yeah, exactly. uh, events, and so uh, whoever does the best at our show gets a free spot. Yeah, yeah, over yeah. Over so cool. satellites. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know they're trying to amp up the satellites uh, yeah. more this year. Yeah, um, yeah, that that's great. Yeah, World Series, great experience. Uh, you know, it, it's they say that you know the competition itself is about twenty percent of it, and that's actually true. And I've heard a lot of other festivals and stuff say that, but. There really is like the networking, the seminars, the, mm. the the meet and greets you can do with bookers. I mean, it really is just amazing okay. information. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm a real evangelist for the for the World Series. The, those guys have like I, I would be like seventy percent of what I've got is from World Series of Comedy. When you prepped for the World Series of Comedy, like how mm. much material did you have to have? In order well, to do that, <laughs> so uh, in the first, like, if you're in the wild card round, which is like the bottom, it, this is just for a satellite mm-hmm. or the World Series, honestly. Mm-hmm. If you're in the bottom 16, 
uh, you're in the wild card, and so you do five minutes. If you either advance from the wild card, which I've done a couple times, or you just get automatically advanced to the second round, yeah. then you do seven or eight minutes, eight if it's the main event, seven if it's a satellite. And then the semis, you do 11, and then the, in the finals where the top three people perform, and this goes for either the satellites or the main event, you do 25 minutes. So, wow. Yeah, my first year that I, uh, that I got to the World Series, I got to the second round, um, and, uh, you know, so I, I did my eight minutes. I probably had another four or five minutes at the most. And so I was thinking, like, man, if, I, I mean, I was never going to advance. But I was right, like, right. what if I get to the finals? I got to write exactly. like 12 <laughs> minutes of brand new, completely untested wow. material. So, uh, fortunately, I'm not that funny. So I didn't have to worry about it. So <laughs> there was no cause Okay, Yeah, because I think that's... One of the main questions that I'm getting to as well for that mm-hmm. is like if they sign up there, they're like, well, "How much material do I need in order to uh, to at least?" Yeah, you need 25 minutes. Uh, they don't care if you do you like you know if you do if, say you start at the wild card and you do five minutes and you get through, and so now you're going to do seven minutes. Do the, that five plus two more. If you get to the semis and you do 11 minutes, do that seven, seven plus four more. Gotcha. And then if you get to the finals, you do that 11 plus 14 more. That was a lot of math. Uh, <laughs> but And they, and they don't care. I, I will say that I'm following your math yeah, so, okay. uh-huh. a bit better than I was Mario's math last night. When <laughs> he was like, he was like, so now you're almost, uh, you're almost home and, uh, and you're out 300 bucks. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And, yeah, and I'm kind of like, uh, I'm not. I'm not keeping up with the math, yeah. but I, but I'm pretty sure the numbers got. It was good. It was uh, good. They got a skew there someplace. You yeah, know? That's a, I, you know, I, I think that people were like, I don't know. I think he like messed up. I, it, that's, it doesn't that matter. Just tells you what, what confidence will let you get away with. Because yeah. he, he, you know, yeah. he just kept rolling through. Yeah. I was. I was in awe. That was amazing. That, yeah, was, that was good. That was good. So. You uh, you're out of uh, the San Francisco area. So. Yeah, basically, I'm on the other side of the bridge, like kind of near Oakland. Okay. Yeah. And and uh, do you have like a home club you that, that you you're when, yes. when you're home you're you're in there a lot to try uh, and work on material and stuff. Yeah. So interestingly enough, my home club is uh, a club that I first performed at at the World Series of Comedy Satellite. It's a, it's Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento, mm. and uh, but I live like an hour away from there. Normally your home club is like in your city. But the thing is, I'm, I was born and raised in Sacramento, spent my first 20 years there. Okay. Uh, and so that, I mean, Sacramento is also home for me just as much as the Bay Area is. And that club was the first club to really like, yeah, sure, let's get, let's give them a shot. And they just, they just continued to support me. And, uh, and then they gave me my first hosting weekend and then my first uh, feature weekend. Okay. And uh, so, and, and I, I told them, I was like, I don't care where I go in common like this. And I don't care how far away I live. This is my home club. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And it is one of the, it's my favorite place to perform ever. Uh, it's, it's amazing. That's what's up. So how long did it take you to develop like a voice? Well, I mean, I think I still am. Uh, Every time that I write a new joke that I really think is like, oh, okay, that's more my voice, then I kind of get a little more fun. Like, I know who I am on stage, and I know how to write jokes. So I need to – I'm trying to get better at writing jokes for who I am on stage. You know, there's – you can can write one-liners or, you know, like – 
take my wife, please, or yeah, anything yeah, like that. Yeah. But if it doesn't align with who you are on stage, you can't be a self-deprecating comic for one bit of like, no, I can't get a date on Tinder to, you know, yeah, I was, I was like, fucking this chick. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you, yeah. you can't. Oh, yeah. Are we allowed to curse on this? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. It's uh, uh, no. no. You probably should have checked. It's all good. But anyway. Uh, we, no, yeah, but yeah, you already did. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so my, right. now, now I got to put the explicit <laughs> content. Tidy, tidy label it now. <laughs> Great. I'm sorry, Mom. Uh, <laughs> no, my mom's going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, you do, you need to find you know your voice and then and then tailor your act around that like who are you on stage and that's what i'm trying to get mm. to get better at not just writing a joke that technically works that's good but writing something that works for who i am okay so then when you created when you started writing okay so we this we tend to uh to ask these questions uh to certain comics because it's some comics that that listen to the show or watch the show mm-hmm. um they um they have quite they're starting to write too as well yeah so they want to know some techniques like is there a specific technique that you use or is it just you know writing because it's usually we just jump in and just write yeah again. Uh, but is there something that you know that helped you go from okay these are just you know setups and punches to oh this can be a good chunk yeah. I'll, I'll give a few different chunks of advice that I got from other comics and then just something that I picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first, I mean, yeah, the first few months or whatever that I was writing, I literally had to like put my fingers on the keyboard and just okay. type and just do that. What, what are they called? Free, free writing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where you just literally don't stop typing. Just you don't just hit pour the it all out. Right. Just, just pour it all out. Yep. You take, you take a word. I got this from Kyle Cease actually, like back in 2004 on his MySpace page before I even long before hey. I started comedy. But he said, just take a word like pirates and then just start typing Whatever, and just yeah. we, an essay about pirates. And if you get three little jokes about pirates, that's a 30 second bit that that's that adds nice. to your repertoire. Nice. Um, so I, I, I would start to do that, and then I would kind of like because I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. I write, and I am more uh, George Carlin-esque in that uh, I do kind of like, when I have a bit, I have it memorized to the word. Not because I try, but just because I will remember, like, what inflection I used that got okay. here, what word, I, like, if I move this word to here. So I'm very precise in that, because, uh, again, I'm a writer, yeah. first of all. That's huge. Um, That's a huge thing, too, is being yeah. a writer, too, as well. Yeah, so, so I would take these, like, essays of jokes of, for this one bit and I would just take it on stage you know and I'd have it on my phone and I'd reference it as best I can yeah. and try, try to go from memory but then I would just do it over and over and then I'd start to realize like okay this gets a laugh this gets a laugh and this gets a laugh and then you can slowly start to chip away um, one piece of advice that I got from this guy his name is Tony Sparks and he's we call him the, the godfather of Bay Area comedy because he's just a legend been mm. doing it forever and just murders every time he gets on stage mm. um, he told me to, uh, to to do two things one uh, write out your jokes uh, you know write, write out your, your whole joke mm-hmm. your bit and then highlight where the punchline where the jokes are okay so uh, when you start to see big white spaces that that's what you know you have to cut out. Ah. See, you, you don't have to set up for a paragraph just to get to one punchline. Just get to it. Nice. Trust the audience. 
they don't need the entire picture, which is uh, what I struggle with every, okay. every day. It's like I, I feel like I have to, you know, if I had to tell a joke about this room, right? I'd be like, so I walked in this room and had this really long blue couch on the side. Uh, there was a, there was a, an old guy and a Puerto Rican that were <laughs> asking me weird questions, yeah. and the tables were rounded. But it's like all they really need to know is that there are two weird guys asking me questions, then go into the joke. Um, so, nice. Nice. so, so, that's, so, what you're saying is mm. uh, we're we're going to be part of a joke. I, I think so. I think so. I'm well, crafting something that's, uh, <laughs> for tonight. Come to the club, you'll see. We feel very special now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The other, the other okay. thing uh, that he told me was uh, uh, pay attention if you can. Just record a voice memo uh, anytime that you're hanging out with your friends, not okay. necessarily your comic friends, but your friends, the people who you make laugh the most and make you laugh the right. most. Right. Because that's what you really think is Right. Funny. Like, when I, you know, no, like, my comic friends are hysterical on stage. None of them make me laugh. Like, my friends, like, my brothers, um, just because that's what my humor, that's where my humor literally grew from. So right. do that. Pay attention to, like, what kind of jokes do you and your friends talk about where you're literally, like, we all have those friends where you just you're holding your sides because it's Come something on, man. that you and I recognize. I one hundred percent. I agree one hundred percent with that. The problem is I don't have anybody here right now yeah, to be able yeah. to do that. Yeah. So you know I, that, I can't. That, that I can't makes really me feel real warm <laughs> and fuzzy. Yeah, really. I don't have anybody. <laughs> you don't have anybody. I got zero, really? bro. Got no, no support. Nobody no support. I'm, no, ba- but I, I'm babysitting the old part over here. I don't have anybody to have fun nothing. with. I got nothing. I got nothing. No, but it, I yeah. totally agree, man, because when you you can really come out uh, or pull a lot of great material when you're hanging with your boys because of the stuff. that yeah. They even feed you content. Yes. Oh, you're absolutely. like, man, I got to yeah. write that down yes. because what you said was hilarious. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. for sure. And then the last thing that I do is yeah. just, uh, and, and I think this is kind of where a lot of my stuff usually comes from. A lot of, sometimes I, I will just get my hands on the keyboard and, and write, but a lot of times I just do something mundane. Long walks with my dog, showers, just work just, out, just do laundry. Mm. It just, if you give your mind something menial to do where you're not really thinking about it, it just, I, for me personally, or, and a lot of times where I get a lot of my, my <laughs> ideas is on the way to a gig. Where I'm just thinking, like, how can I make this joke better? And right. I just, I don't turn, I don't have the radio on, or if I do, it's like instrumental music because the It'll words it can be can be distracting. Yeah. And I'll just kind of think, like, oh, well, like, how could I punch this up? And that's like, that has been a huge help for me. So, and then, and then the best part is, it's so fresh, and you're so excited about it. Right. You don't have time to write it down and wait three days and think, is that really funny? Right. You are taking, you're about to take it on onto a stage. So, dope, dope. It's okay. Do you do any uh, any writing with any of your comedy friends? Like, do you, do you get together and bounce stuff off of people, or do you pretty much I, try I'm, to stay to, in, in your own cocoon? Yeah, I'm I'm very Voldemortian. <laughs> I like to operate alone. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I really like. I, I'm very um, finicky about about ma- about a joke being your own. I have no problem mm-hmm. if, you know, a comic throws another comic, hey, you should try this tag, yeah. and it works and it's great. It just, for me personally, I can't use someone else's joke, even if it's like, hey, man, I have this perfect joke for you. And I've had, like, comics say that, where it was a good, a really good tag for, for a bit that I do, and I'm like... You just because is it because you it didn't come from it's you? Not, it's, not, it's not for me. It would okay. be it would feel I would feel like a fraud. Right. If I didn't use right, it. Right. Um, right. Or, or if I didn't or even if I think about it. that. If yeah, I yeah. didn't think of it, then I can't 
do it. And I mean, you know, there's always, you know, I mean, your Tinder joke and my Tinder joke and his Tinder joke, they're probably going to sound kind of similar. But I mean, if you, you know, you think of it yourself, then there's, that's really all you can do. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's just the, the way that I, I like, sometimes I'll throw, like the comic friends that know me, that know kind of how I like to get feedback, they'll tell me like, They'll, they'll kind of like kind of steer me towards something like you know there's more there for that yeah. you should really you know th- that's getting more of a reaction you should really harp on and give an example of this and I'm like okay I got it I got mm, it shut mm, up mm. and that's that's really kind of how I like to operate I don't I don't like someone just feeding me a tag it's it's if it doesn't come from me then I I can't I can't okay that makes I, sense. I, I don't know if that'll ever change I mean. You know, people when they blow up, they actually get you know they get writers that literally help them with that exact thing. Mm. I just I for for me right now I can't. I can't Interesting. Do so do you know for a fact that they get writers to, for them, or is that I mean, something I, that? Yeah, I, I mean, because I can understand that. Because if you think about it, I mean, everybody's turning like hour. Yeah. You know, just like, well, like in is, six yeah. months, it's like, man, how do you get an hour worth well, of material? Exactly. Especially because like when you blow up, you know, you. You spent ten years working on that hour right. that you worked on, and you know it finally got recognized. And HBO or Netflix or Comedy Central picked you up. Now you did a couple of movies. Now people want to see another hour, in, and you've got a year to do it. And it's like, man, I, I mean, it's it is almost impossible. Like I think, really, you know, the, the guys that are that put out like an album a year, it's like, dude, that's you. You better be either a legend or you. You know, you're going to need at least a little bit of help. Right. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, like, Bill Bird, he comes out with a special, like, every three years, which, you know, you that can, seems Yeah, like, I can okay, respect I, that. Yeah, I, and I, I can, like right. I mean, you don't really, you're not really, like, yeah. questioning too much because you're like, okay, I can see the work that you can get there. Yeah. Uh, especially because they have say, time. Yeah, I've heard people say that guys like Bill Bird are writers. I mean, I, I mean, I, but then, then you have to wonder, like, what do you mean by, by writer, you know? Right. Like, I'm not hating on that. It's just I no. see the process because I'm just saying, okay, wow, this guy just – he's got three specials right now yeah. within a year. And it's like – or within two years. And that's, yeah. that's great for them. It is. But at the same time, it's like how can you get to that place? Because I would like to – I would like at least 30 minutes. Yeah, you know, yeah, can exactly. I get 30 minutes of good, yeah. good material? But at the same time, you know, you, you are only going to – you know, your star is only going to shine bright for so long. And then from for the rest of your career, you're going to be – Oh God, I love that guy from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it happens to That's so almost true. every comic. I mean, you know, uh, wow. I think I think you can see it happen to to comics that just blow up for a second, yeah, and then you know it kind of fizzles out. It's not because they're any less talented or hardworking than they used to be, but people's attention just kind of shifts it's, on to the it, next. Right, thing. right. But and so if you've got that X amount of years where you are the man or the woman. And they want to crank it out, and you're like, man, I can make like so much more money. I could put out another special, right? Uh, but I, you know, and they're like, well, let's bring in a couple of your comic buddies, people that you trust, that'll just kind of help you along. That's hard to say no to. I completely That's understand. That's so true. It, you know? That's true. Like if if someone's like, hey, man, you need help putting out another special in a year, we're gonna get you some help. It's still gonna come from all. You, it's gonna come from you, but we're gonna like just yeah help you keep it going, yeah, whatever. You know that that's hard. To, that's hard to turn down. So I, I understand it. Yeah. I just, I mean, for me, I definitely don't need that or have the resources right now. Yeah. So I like the idea that you know everything, funny or not, is is coming from me. So that's awesome. Plus, if something bombs and it's not your joke, 
Then How is pissed would you be? Like, that didn't you even You have to go work. back, exactly. Yeah, like, hey, like, get over you're here. You're fired, bro. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Next. Bring them in. I want my $3 back. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't pay you $3 to mm-hmm. give me that piece of crap. Give, it, give me my money back. Yeah. yeah. That's good, man. So, uh, let me ask you this. When, when you got started... Uh, or maybe uh, maybe even today, people are offering you advice. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, what's what's the best piece of advice that somebody gave to you? Yeah. Um, a couple things. One, uh, there's a great great comic from Sacramento who's moved to LA, and, and you're going to see him a lot for a long time. His name is DJ Sandu. I was sitting in the green room at the Sacramento Punchline, and I, I mean, I knew who he was. I had not made a blip on his radar. I think he's uh, going to be at Joker's uh, later on this oh, year. Yeah, I think yeah, he is. He's yeah, got, yeah, he's got something that. coming yeah, up. Just, such a, just a really great guy. Just a great guy. Um, anyway, he was, he was talking with somebody, that, and I don't know who it was, and I certainly wasn't going to pry or anything, but I could tell like he was, having, he was getting frustrated with this comic or whatever, mm-hmm. and he kind of got off the phone, and I'm trying to just stay in my own world, not bother him, and he just kind of looks over, and he's like, Paul, there's two things you need to do to be successful in this business. Be funny and don't be an asshole. And that mm. was, and, and I mean, honestly, if you do that, and it sounds easy to listen to, but I mean, a lot of guys not trying to be an asshole, but they can just, mm. they just rub people the wrong way. They mm. get too pushy or too demanding. And I mean, I've seen it even on, in my tiny little scale of my local comedy or in just stuff I've done since Yeah, the politics out. of it, right? Yeah, I mean, you got just don't just just be humble. Yeah. Just be a nice guy. Yeah. Be nice to the bookers, be nice to the staff, be nice to the audience. I mean, you know, good things will will come your way if you're if you're that way. The other one that I got, I don't even remember the guy's name. I was so new, but it was like my first out of state work in Austin and this guy, he was a professional and uh, he was just kind of rolling through town. He's from New York, and uh, he was like, "There's, there's two things you need to know. I, everyone's got two things." For some reason. <laughs> uh, he, he was like, there, "There's two rules of comedy: don't, <laughs> don't steal jokes, and don't wear shorts. Other than that, have a good time." And okay, so that's that <laughs> has been <laughs> this recurring thing about shorts, about don't wear hats on stage, or something else. There's something else. I got nothing against hats. Right, but but shorts. You know, the guy was like, "Hey, we did we get into this business to be comfortable? I don't care if you're doing an outdoor gig in Texas in the summer. You wear pants." I and I agree. I I hear I hear. Well, it's actually it's what you, I guess you're presenting, right? It's your presentation. Right, right, right. right. So if you're up there, you know, sloppy, they're gonna expect. Unless that's your act. Unless that's your act, for sure, for no, sure. No, but I mean, um, but at the same but if time. You're, but, you know, but if you're like a blue-collar dude and you're talking about, you know, laying in the, on the couch drinking beer and stuff, I mean, shorts might work for you. Hmm. Uh, for, I mean, <laughs> me, I'm, I, I lean towards pants. Uh, yeah. Joe Lowers, who runs the World Series of Comedy, no, notorious jean shorts wear. Uh, <laughs> but, but a good guy. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I actually I had, to wear, uh, I had to wear shorts for like four months because I, I ruptured my patella and I was in this brace and I couldn't wear pants so mm. I had to wear cargo like the same pair of cargo shorts every night for like four months on stage and <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it, it just it, it felt weird the thing I think is is quite funny is the the comics that are just getting started mm-hmm. that get that advice don't wear shorts and then they're all bitchy about wait a minute uh, what if I want to wear shorts how come you know 
Yeah. And, and then they're like, I've seen so-and-so wear shorts. Right, and, I saw and this yeah. person wears shorts. And I'm like, and... okay, if you've paid your dues yeah. and you've gotten to the level right. that they are and – and they can, they've got a little bit of cache so that they gonna, can I, do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know what, at the same, I think at the same it time, it is what it is. Yeah, if you want to wear shorts, wear shorts. Yeah. You know, like, do, like, yeah, like, me wearing shorts wouldn't work. I, I, just because of the way I present myself. There, I, there's a comic, uh, it's, 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 the, 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 the nice thing is, when, when you set up for an interview like this, uh-huh. it, it, and, and just so everybody knows. It looks uh, like we're in a nice we, place. Right. We, 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 we've met up at, at, the, at the hotel where, uh, where our, our guys are staying uh, while they're here in town doing the show at, at yeah. Joker's. Yeah. And so uh, when you set up right next to an ice machine, I guess that's, uh, that's part of it. That's the a part of it, man. Job, that's it's, what happens. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. Okay, so basically back that wasn't to your patella going back <laughs> out again. Yeah, no, 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 no. That crunching sound is getting worse. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but no, I, I have a I have a friend, a comic uh, out in the bay uh, named Josh Argyle, and he he wears like, basketball shorts Ooh. on stage all like wow almost every. I've only not seen him in shorts once, but he's got just a great bit about shorts. It's just the kind of guy that it he works. Is. It works so well because okay. he wears like a flannel shirt with basketball shorts. Which just, is how, like, my friends used to dress casually, like, in Sacramento. So, uh, and it's just, he's, but he owns it. He's got a great bit about the benefits of wearing shorts. People don't ask me, like, stuff that I, you know. It, I think if you're up there and you're getting the laughs and you're yeah, entertaining. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it that's goes, just my opinion, back, but. It goes back to the rule, be funny. Yeah. Right, that's right. that's yeah. got to be yeah. Your, yeah. your job well, is to give right. the audience a reason to laugh and, people, and, and so be yeah. funny. And people are going to make a judgment about you before you even reach the microphone. Yeah, so true. if you're wearing a suit, they're like, okay, this guy is yeah. like on his shit for sure. Yeah. We should expect really, really good stuff. Yeah. If you're kind of slouch, you're like, okay, this guy's like, he's going to be kind of like a lazy guy or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, again, if it fits who you are, then fine. I mean, I, you know, I know guys that dress up in goth. You know, I mean, but they're not dancing or anything. Right, they're, right. they're doing really dark, you know, one-liner humor that that works for that for that persona. So, you know, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. don't wear shorts, probably. But if you do wear them, own it and make it your own. And and you know, just, you know, whatever, wear what you want. Yeah, wear a onesie. Just come on, go just up there. Be, just right. Be funny you. and then be consistent. Just have fun up there, man. Yeah, good night. Don't show up in shorts one night and then the next night show up in a in a three piece suit. And, yeah, right. And then and then <laughs> next night walk out. Right, in, right, exactly. So and the next night walk out in a, in a thong. <laughs> yeah, because uh, nobody wants to see that. Right. right. And also, I don't also, care how tall yeah, you are. Nobody wants to see that. Bit. That's mine. So uh, I, I own that shit. Uh, I take I take the pants off about halfway through the act. <laughs> the, uh, the rest in a banana hammock. Bring up some, <laughs> some little people as well. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. it's all part of it. Uh-huh, it's all, it all it all works. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So uh, I asked, you know, what was the best piece of advice that somebody gave to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, as as uh, Steve said, we have a lot of people that will uh, watch or listen to the show that are uh, newer to the comedy world. Uh, yeah. What advice do you want to give to them? Uh, if you're new, yeah, get up as much as you possibly can. Okay. Uh, there's literally no advice that anyone can give you that is better than what you can just learn. Get up as much as you as much as you possibly can. Yeah. And then and then get up more than that. 
uh, record everything yeah. and listen to them. They are painful as hell. Mm. During those, man, those open mics, when you're not it's getting, you yeah. not, you're not getting yeah. booked on shows, yeah. and it's just open mics, so yeah. it's just comics that yeah. are in the audience. They're not even watching or listening. And you listen, and you have nothing else to go off of mm. other than like, okay, I think I heard a snicker back there right. for that one joke. Right. Maybe there's something there. Oh, I said, I said, mm, uh, and like a lot during this bit. I gotta hone it down. Mm. Those little things, like it doesn't matter if you're doing it in front of a mirror. Right. Record that if right. you want, but listen back. There are so many things that. So many times that if you just kind of riff for a second and you get a cool tag that you'll never remember if you don't li- listen back to it, uh, just listen to Listen to everything. Record everything. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and also, I mean, have fun. It sounds silly, but, you know, why are you here? You right. gotta, like, you know, you can get a job anywhere. I can get a job working a night shift somewhere else that isn't as fun as comedy, but have, have fun doing it. I mean, that's, that's what we're all here to do, right? Right. Right, exactly. Um, and, and sign up for the World Series of Comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone, yeah sign up. I, they, get they, they get out there. And, yeah. Yeah. Make sure. You, oh, get a good clip. That's that's mm. one. That's a that's some actual advice. Is it five minutes? Five minutes. Five minutes. Okay. Yeah, get, that's the other thing, man. There. When I first started, I was like, oh, I don't have fifteen minutes. I need fifteen minutes. And so I spread myself out so thin yeah. that I was working on these like tiny little nuggets for like. 15, 20 minutes and stuff. It's like this material is terrible. Start with, you know, work on your five, that yeah. five minutes, and then go to your eight, and then go, you know, because when you start out, you're going to start with like, hey, we'll give you five. Give you five minutes, right. and then you get a little or better. Or even three. Hey, we'll give you, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then me, some, some mics are three minutes, and it's like, okay, do that bit then. Yeah. Do it until they light you. Get off stage. Don't be a dick and run the mic, run the light, <laughs> and, then, uh, and, and then listen back and just get that five ready to rock and then work on three more to get the eight and the 10 and then the 12 and the 15 uh and so on and so on but yeah i i wish like i could have gone back to when i first started mm-hmm. and just because you get so self-conscious like oh that that comic has seen me before i can't do the same material mm-hmm. dude don't just. do that do work your shit mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you've been to that bar every night that week if they've got a if, if they got an open mic every night some of them do if you've been in that bar every night of the week, do the same material. Yeah. If you like, get it ready mm. because you're not really doing this for the bar or the comics that are half listening anyway. Right. Do it for you. Plus, if they're real comics, they under, they know exactly what you're doing. <coughs> right. I I they're would cool. yeah. I they're I cool would with like, that. He's already done that. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He has. He did it a hundred times before I saw him. He'll do it a hundred times afterwards. That's what we do. That's so, what's up. Uh, wor- yeah. Work your shit. Man. So what's uh, what's next for Tall Paul? Uh, what's next for me? Uh, a workout for sure, which is why, which is why everyone that passes by thinks you guys are interviewing uh, a Pacers draft pick. Uh, and and we're gonna let them think that too. Let them think it. Yeah, yeah. Let them think it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what this fitness center is all about. Um, you know, I I really want to uh, I wanted to make this this year. Uh, a big year for me branching out. Last year, um, I had a goal that I wanted to do 400 sets uh, in the, in the calendar year. I got to 401. Mm. So thanks for that guest set back in August. Put nice. me over the hump. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah. So, but I'm not worrying this much about sets because okay. I mean it is really you don't 
that doesn't tell you much. Like what your your number of sets. It just I mean yeah you're clearly working hard. You yeah. do four hundred sets, but um, but you know I, I'm I'm working more of like the quality, like what I'm really doing. Uh, not just the kind of shows I'm doing, but like how hard I'm really working to expand and, and develop everything, making sure that every time that I hit either a mic or a show, there's a purpose. Like, what mm. what am I going to try that I haven't done before? I I try to think that almost almost never, unless it's like a competition or something that yeah. I really need to be on my shit for. Yeah, I really try to try something new in every every okay. set just it, it just even if it's one little tag on one bit out of 10 bits or whatever still you then just I'll put try, in that work then that and, but that's like but that's what gets me excited it's like oh when i get to the when i get to the, the bit about my the rap and hip-hop i'm gonna try this yeah and oh my gosh like i wonder if it's gonna go well and that's and then i don't worry about the rest of the show um mm. but anyway but yeah no that's I, interesting i uh I, but this year i i do want I want uh, to hit the road more. I've been able to yeah. so far. It's been it's been great. Um, and uh, yeah, I want to get out to uh, LA more. I did it once last year. Uh, I want a couple festivals. I've got my eye on that I'd really like to see. Um, and I just you know just I just want to leave an impact everywhere that I go. You know, you have to work so hard to stand out. You know, yeah. Joker's Indie is going to see. 52 feature comics this year. I mean, yeah, some people come back twice, but they're going to see 52 weeks mm. full of feature comics. So, and, and 52 weeks worth of hosts and headliners and stuff. And so, um, you know, you got to just be on your shit and just do whatever you can to stand out. Network yeah. if you can. That's a, that's the big thing from World Series of Comedy. Go and network. Hang out with the bookers after the shows. Yeah, because other cl club owners there too as well. And, it, and, and you, you mean it used to be in Vegas? Yeah. And everyone would go everywhere because mm. it's Vegas. But mm. now it was in Florence, Florence, Indiana. There it, it is. Finally came. <laughs> we were in Florence, Indiana at the Belterra Casino. There is nothing to do, mm. so we knew I, I knew exactly where the bookers are going to be. Mm. So all the bookers they go and hang out. They're like comics. Come, you know, it's not like we're bothering them. They're like, please come talk with mm -hmm. us. Come hang out with us. And that was like, it was like a meet and greet every night. You know, you nice. get to know her, you get to know you, you right. make them laugh. Right. It's so much easier to, to when it stops feeling like networking. And I know, I know a lot of comics are like, dude, I, I'm not, I'm an introvert. I don't uh, do that. Yeah, yeah. And I know. And I'm like, I still don't like it, but it gets easier the more that you do it. And the more you just kind of like, just. Just talk to the just talk to the booker. Just get to. But it just gives you that opportunity. It, it opens up that that opportunity. And I will so, say, sure. after twenty years of doing this, uh, <laughs> I say it to comics all the time: your network will increase your net worth. Yes, absolutely. So get out there and mm -hmm. network and network. Yep. And it's going to help you make money yeah. doing this. You're going to get more shows yeah. because yeah. you're networking and you're proving that you are. Not only are you capable of bringing the funny, but you're capable of doing it in a professional manner. Yes. Right. So comic, I mean, so bookers aren't afraid to bring you in because they know you're going to do the job that yeah. they want you to do. And that's the other thing is that you need to take yourself seriously. I don't care. Like I, I think that is kind of what helped me early on is that I took myself really seriously. But mm -hmm. I still, I still waited too long before you know, like. Um, before I got business cards, I mean, some comics have them, some comics don't, but I knew that I wanted them. Yeah. Get a business card, get a website, yep. like, take yourself, get merchandise, right. take yourself seriously. Yep. That's, that's what I think 
That it, it, it honestly it is what held me back for a little bit. Get, I was like, ah, I'm just you know get some merchandise. Yeah, get, get some merch, man. <laughs> yeah, got that get nice it, Gutties bro, get it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can go to gutty'scomedy.com and order your shirts today. Yeah, you can go to yeah Gutty's Comedy Club. And yeah. gutty'scomedyclub.com, yeah. and uh, yeah. and maybe we'll have a, a tall Paul shirt later today. Maybe. I don't know. You know so, that's what's up. Well, Paul, we appreciate you taking yeah. some time yeah. out of out of your day to hang Thank out with us. And uh, this is great. Anytime you're back in the area, let us know. Uh, you're you're more than welcome to hang out on, on the Pops and the Rican show. Yeah. I will be there. And uh, I'll I'll let you know. Um, I'm I'm going to be. Uh, I'm working a, a little cruise uh, starting on the uh, 17th of March, and I think the first place we stop is uh, is San Francisco. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So uh, I know when we're at port, uh, I, I got nothing to do. So yeah. uh, if you want to buy me lunch or coffee. Uh, <laughs> Lulu, yeah. um, I, uh, trying to get it in quick. Yeah, just well, for sure. be, be kind. <laughs> Be kind to old people. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and happy, 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 old, happy, old, help an old yeah. man out while I'm in town. Can't so. you guys just go already? You just you die. Have, you have just go to sleep, Grandpa. Go to sleep. <laughs> well, Paul, thanks for hanging out yeah, with us yeah. and uh, for uh, for. All of your friends, tell them to check out the Pops and the Regan yeah, show. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, where can they find you online? Are you uh, uh, all yeah. social media? Uh, so, uh, Instagram at Paul Conyers. My Facebook page just search for Paul Conyers. Okay. Uh, and then uh, paulconyers.com. Fantastic. So you can get uh, all my info, uh, bio, upcoming dates. I should update that calendar more than I do, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, check check, check out. out a barber yeah. shop near you because you'll, yes. you'll see <laughs> Paul. Be I, I will be there. Yeah. If, there. if there is a bar with patrons that did not expect a comedy show, that's my that's shit. Your boy. This I'll is be my... there. It's a drive-by Sounds comedy good. show. Yep. Sounds right. good. So uh, anyway, this is uh, the Pops and the Rican show, and uh, I'm Pops. And I'm the Rican. And uh, Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rickens. and the Pops and the Pops and the Rickens. 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 Pops and the Rickens.